Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to uh, tonight's episode. <clears throat> welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, if you guys have not listened to me before, uh, I bring news and views and uh, try to bring them into a biblical perspective. And, uh, and I give it a little twang on there from West Texas, very conservative um, side of the field here. So um, I do have some stuff to talk to you guys about tonight. So I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this and you may or may not be, but COVID hospital protocol has destroyed thousands of American families. And uh, my neighbor being one of them, my doctor being another one, uh, I do believe they were murdered. Just going to let you know this is exactly how I feel about it. Um, and so I do harp on that a lot, uh, a lot. <laughs> I know but what else we got going on today. Christians share Jesus with Satanists at Boston Satan Con. We showed them kindness, love in the name of Jesus. So that's going to be a fantastic article um, from Christian Post. Yes, folks, there's some brave men and women going into the battlefield there. The importance of our heavenly citizenship. Jonathan Brentner. And uh, just to touch on that article, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says being citizens of heaven meant anticipating Jesus' appearing with much excitement. In Philippians 3.20, the Greek word for await points to an intense anticipation or an excited expectation of a future event. So folks, I don't know about you guys, but you know I am uber excited for our lord jesus to come and take us home i look for him every single day multiple times a day i'm praying oh jesus come take us home but anyway are you guys excited do you have an intense anticipation of the lord jesus return to come and take us out of here uh are you excited with expectation i know you are i know you are i know i am so what else we're going to talk about tonight dr mccullough discovers alarming study out of china mrna technology has just entered a whole new much darker phase oh boy folks so mrna technology has just entered a whole new much darker phase of development expect more research on and resistance to mrna in our food supply yes folks i've been telling you about that for a little bit uh pastor billy crone has talked a lot about it here lately so the chinese have just taken the first of what will probably be many more dangerous steps for the world I'm sure it's happening all over the world as well. Strategic falling. Hmm. U.S. depleting military supplies in Israel to arm Ukraine. What is going on? Use guys. Okay. To take that from y'all northerners. Yankees. Use guys. Where's that Boston? Boston. My khakis. Khakis. Pants or cars? I don't know. Mm, you tell me. Um, anyway, strategic U.S. munition stores in Israel are being depleted in order to arm Ukraine in its war against Russia. Israeli media reported, and without a timeline of replenishment, one expert claims the move threatens U.S. and Israeli security in a, quote, fight of good against evil, unquote. Well, you guys, the Bible does say in the end times that they will all come against Israel, everybody. And the ones that don't, they'll just like protest. I'm like, are you sure you should be doing that? Well, you know, we don't really agree with you, but, you know, we're not going to lift a finger or anything to help you. So in the end times, we do know the United States will not stand with Israel. And so it just seems to me that everything is just moving, you know, just moving forward in this pace. Uh, 
quickly, as a matter of fact, sometimes even way quicker, but most of the time it's still a pretty clip. It's a steady clip moving towards um, the tribulation. And I think uh, this is a time of reprieve, folks, that while this stuff is going on, you see these things going on. All your friends and family who are not saved, now is the time to talk to them about Jesus. Now is the time. Now bring up Bible prophecy. Bring it up. Say, look, hey, this is what the Bible said 4,000 years ago. And look, it's happening. You know, who else? Who else can do that? That's right, squirt. Nobody. My dog's like, nobody. Only Jesus. Absolutely. Buddha can't tell you nothing. All these little gods that they have are dead. These idols are dead. Our God is living and his word is living and active as well. So, um, and on a little touch note here, I just, you know, I did not know this, but I was watching, I, I think, I can't remember who it was. I don't want to quote the pastor because I'm not for sure, but, um, it was talking about, oh, I think it was pressed, uh, pastor Brett meter. You know, those people who say God helps those who help themselves. I heard that ever since I was a kid. Did you know that's not, of course you probably, I knew it was never, it was not in the Bible. I mean, I know you probably know it's not in the Bible anywhere, but did you know where it's at? It's in the Quran. It's in the Quran. So if you're one of those folks that are going on telling people, God helps those who help themselves. Well, stop saying that. <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> I was, I used to say it all the time too. God helps us. You know, yeah. Mm -mm. Did I know I was quoting the Quran? No, I didn't. <laughs> but now we all know. So we will never say that again, right, guys? Okay. We're not going to say that. So, what else are in the headlines today? And I'm just skimming through over here at Olive Tree View. Olive Tree Views dot org. You can go check out Jan Markell's website there and she has a lot of good great headlines. Uh, you're get surprise, surprise, folks. New York becomes first state to pass legislation banning the use of natural gas for heating and cooking. What idiots. And uh, they're moving out of New York so fast. I'm like, if you, if you want to stay in New York, God bless you. Hey, that's, that's, that's where your home is. And you want to pay all them taxes. And you want to not be able to use natural gas for heating and cooking. Hey, hey, be my guest. Stay there. Uh, but if you're a conservative, a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, come to Texas. We love you. We will love you here. Come, come. Come to the Lone Star State. We're practically our own country. I know we say that a lot. We're terrible. I know. Uh, we have people here in Amarillo. I couldn't tell you how many California license plates I see, especially at the beginning of every year, because they move out of California in droves, you know. And then, of course, they come and move here. Just don't vote like you voted in California, and we'll get along great. You know what I'm saying? You know. Okay. So, although Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm mocked the millions of Americans concerned about the federal government's plans to put restrictions on gas stoves, she admitted the Biden regime wants to ban, quote, some gas stoves. So, uh, lots of good stuff, you guys. If you didn't watch the latest video with Tom Hughes and uh, is Pastor Mark Henry and Pastor Tom Hughes and Jan Markell, uh, their latest one was Will bank bailouts lead to digital currency? Hmm. Uh, well, you know, Revelation does predict a cashless society. Look around the world, you guys. That's where we're moving to. Quick, quick, quick. We're already talking about the digital currency, the CBDCs and all of this stuff. And how else will Satan control the world? Think about it. I was thinking about this today. I was talking to, uh, uh, one of my clients that we were talking about artificial intelligence. Well, and it got me thinking, God is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, right? He's everywhere, all knowing, all seeing, everywhere. 
right? <laughs> There's nothing he doesn't know. But Satan is not. Satan is to slither the earth and, you know, eat dirt. Remember when he's like as a snake on your belly and they cast him down from heaven. Boom, you know, when lightning fell. And OK, so we know that Satan is not everywhere all the time. That's why he has all these demons. Like one third of the angels fell. Those are demons. And so they fell with Satan. And so they are demonic demons. Literally, these beings are here in this world. We may not see them, but we know they're here. The Bible tells us they're here. But where how else just because he's got that doesn't mean he's going to be all right so what what else is he going to use and boom and i was like i was thinking about that today and it clicked artificial intelligence that's what they call it artificial intelligence well uh what else is Satan going to use but he's got a mimic right he's not he, he he he's not god and so he has to mimic him and so instead of being all all powerful all knowing all seeing he's got to use artificial intelligence to be that all knowing all seeing all everything right in everybody's homes right here by this cell phone have this smart tv smart car smart this smart that wear this watch hello hello <clears throat> it'll keep track of your heart rate for you like we need to know that on a you know minute by minute basis <clears throat> sorry guys <clears throat> Woo. let me get some coffee here mm. Mm. but they suck you into all this stuff right you really need this smart TV. You need this smart refrigerator because it'll order stuff when you're running low. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, it's connected to Sam's. I'm like, wait, what? Listen, I'm just telling you, in your bank accounts and everything that you spend cash on, and, and you know, you, you may not use cash. You may not. You may use your debit card for everything. I mean, whatever you want to do. But the point is, when they take that away, they will know everything about you, everything. So right now you still have a little bit of, you know, modicum control over your money, you know, in, in your bank account. Unless you're from Canada and you're a truck driver, then they can just cut you off. They can cut you off. They can take uh, your money. Uh, they can freeze your accounts. They can do whatever they want to, right? And they technically can do that here in the United States too. You just think it won't ever happen to us, but it will. It will happen to us. Look at January 60, quote, insurrectionist. They were not insurrectionists, okay? That was a setup. Everybody knows it. But they're still in prison. They're still in prison right now because of that. They have not, and, and I'm telling you, solitary confinement, the worst of the worst, right? Because there's no laws. You know, they're considered insurrectionists. And so until they, whenever they feel like sending them to court, then that's what, you know what I mean? This is happening in the United States of America. If you don't think they won't use the government to come after you, you're wrong. You're about it, about it wrong. Don't fall for it. You know, wake up, get your head out of the sand, realize what's going on. The uh, United States really isn't so free after all. We're definitely not patriotic anymore. Um, sometimes you fly American flag and they're looking at you like, you know, it's, it's they're burning our flag, all kinds of stuff. But you look over at China, they're very nationalist over in China. Russia, they're very nationalist in Russia, or he'll probably kill you. You know, it's like, there you have it. But here in the United States, oh, no, no. If you're a nationalist and there's something wrong with you, then the government's coming after you. Like, what is going inside out, upside down, when they call evil good and good evil? Isaiah 520, you know you're in trouble. You know you're in the end times. And uh, I don't have to be the one to tell you that. Headlines speak for themselves. This world speaks for themselves. I'll tell you a little story. <laughs> I was on my way to a dog customer because, you know, I don't get along with little doggies. And uh, I have my little favorite customer, little Cisco. 
and I go take care of him. And I was on my way there this morning. This is not a bad part of town, you guys. A very good part of town. Very nice part of town. I left my neighborhood crossing into the other neighborhood. And uh, I was on the corner of Shawnee and Hill. Uh, Hill. Um, I can't think today. <laughs> Hills. I want to say Hillside. Yeah, it's Hillside. Sorry, I keep thinking the church Hillside. And uh, so I'm parking, you know, stopped there at the stop sign of her. Pap, like it was like like I was at the firing range and the dude next to me shot and I didn't have my earmuffs on. That's how loud that was. I was like, whoa, you know, and then uh, shot again. Boom, boom, boom. So all in all, I think there's like four shots. And I was I was ducked in my car. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, I'm being shot at. I was like freaking out. So like Florida's praying like, oh, Jesus, get me out of here. So I get out of there and there's a pickup ahead of me. And uh, so I turn off into the next street just to, you know, get my bearings. And he looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, did you hear that? And he said, yeah. And he kind of went like with his fingers, like I'm going back. And I'm like, dude, you go for it then, bro. He was an older guy, probably a retired cop. It's kind of what he looked like. And so he headed back to go check out what happened. And I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know if they were just popping stuff off. I mean, I, I don't know, but it was 830. Well, it was like nine, about nine o'clock in the morning and uh 8 45 ish or so and i thought what is going on kids are getting ready to go to school or you know they're on the way to school but uh i said you know but amarillo is so bad amarillo is violent and uh three other shots and somebody else was injured and that was just today that was just this morning so i mean i don't know what's going on in your neck of the woods but in my neck of the woods we used to be a very you know community nice city and you know None of this kind of stuff happened, and now we're like number six on the FBI's most dangerous city. It's like, what is going on? Lubbock is, I think, ahead of us or below us, and Texas Tech, you guys. But there's also Lubbock Christian University there, so, you know. We have WT, uh, West Texas A&M University here in Canyon, which Emerald and Canyon is pretty much merged by now. Might as well call us, I don't even know, Amcan. <laughs> we're pretty much the same city now. Um, but Canyon is still safer to live in. And so if you guys would please... Uh, keep um, the president there of the West Texas A&M University in your prayers. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Um, they wanted to pull that transgendered crap there. And he said, no, this has no place in our university. It's not, you know, we're not going to politicize this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so they came after him. Like, you know how they do. They, you know, come together with hate speech you know, against us because we're conservatives. West Texas A&M is a conservative university. And so um, they couldn't win. And so then they had to call it a, it's called a vote of confidence. And 60, 61% voted down, voted him down. I could not believe it. Of course, it doesn't mean anything, but I mean, it's just, you know, a show of whatever. But I thought, oh my gosh, how terrible. Here in Canyon, here, here in West, I couldn't believe it. But uh, it's happening all over the world, but they can't do anything with that. You know, it's just a, just a display of whatever they want to call it but still folks it's happening but anyway so a lot of stuff happening in the news today and uh it all tell like the covid protocols destroyed thousands of american families so from an american thinker reader my husband was one of the victims of the use of remdesivir and the rest of the horrible protocol given to him by kaiser permanente in california uh we were completely isolated from him denied life-saving treatments uh that we know would have worked folks I'll throw this in here. If you didn't watch Billy Crone's latest update on Clash Schwab, uh, please go check that out. It has that girl on there and she's on the she's on her phone. She's screaming, Have you heard? Have you heard? Oh, it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And this is what they did to them. This is what they did to people's parents and children and grandmothers. And 
I am so angry. Just, oh, you guys, makes me so angry. But we're going to read this article. I'm, I'm going to plow through it. We're going to do it. You guys need to hear what's going on. Well, we got Murphy in the house for this um, for this uh, article. So if you hear some purring on the microphone, it's just the Murphy. All right. So this was posted May the 3rd, 2023 at uh, AmericanThinker.com. So it's by Stella Paul. So someday, if America is saved, there may be a museum to memorialize the COVID dead. There will be a wing for those killed by the disease who died at home after being refused early treatment. And there will be a wing for those who died of the vaccine and another for those who died from the lockdowns. And surely one will be dedicated to those who died in hospitals due to deadly protocols. Last week, my article, she said, uh, an American thinker, what happened in hospitals during COVID? Explored the lethal medical reg- uh, regimen that patients were subjected to in hospitals, now often without their informed consent. The article gained a lot of attention, and I was invited on Brand- uh, Bannon's war room to discuss it, she says. And uh, right here's got Kristen on here, and it says, at Stella Paul, New York. It says hospitals engage in systematic medical murder during COVID. And it says our formerly trusted hospitals effectively became bounty hunters for your life. Yes, folks, she continues and says, as a result, I began hearing from many people about their loved ones tortured, passing in hospitals. And my Twitter feed began to resemble a digital graveyard of remembrance for the cherished souls who were lost. Uh, She goes, here's a sample of the agony of the bereaved. And I'm not going to do it because I will be extremely. Mm, can't do it so anyway um from an american thinker reader quote my husband uh was one of the victims of their use of remdesivir and the rest of the horrible protocol given to him by kaiser Permanente in california uh we were completely isolated from him denied life-saving treatment that we know would work for example the flccc protocol the entire time he was in the hospital was traumatic and goes on and says uh kristen once again says the same thing with the uh, murder and uh, deborah dreamer says they murdered my mom and sister at the same time double funeral their 30 pieces of silver won't put out the lake of fire thousands of americans are traumatized by wrongful deaths of their loved ones due to hospital death protocols and we can move on down here um folks am i going to play that because uh it's uh it, i mm. You can go to AmericanThinker.com if you want to watch those short clips. But anyway, Janet says, My husband was murdered by protocol. Remdesivir at 10 days of symptoms too late. Intoxic, vented, sedation, paralyzed, and isolated. FEMA paid for cremation. God. Folks, anyway, it goes on to say, Unfortunately, these stories and thousands like them haven't shattered the media barricades yet. The bereaved suffer unheard alone with their anger and grief. Some of them work with protocol bereavement groups online to advocate for justice and to memorialize the dead. Uh, they do the best they can in a world that no longer resembles the America they knew. Goes on to say, doctors and nurses with strong ethics are also suffering, feeling betrayed by the profession to which they gave their lives. After reading my article, a doctor wrote, and I quote, it is exactly as the article describes. I lived it with my patients. It was organized homicide. Hospitals were being paid per death, not per life saved. The incentives were backwards and upside down. Once someone was admitted, the family lost contact and the patient uh, patients were basically tortured to death and given no rights. They were denied an advocate, be it a spouse or hospital worker. They were forced to take drugs like uh, like remdesivir, which made tons of money for Big Pharma and Fauci. The nightmare stories are true and worse than what you're seeing in this article. Many of my 
my patients told me they'd rather take their chances and die at home than to be denied their rights and be tortured to death in a hospital. I heard many nightmare stories. Uh, most of this was suppressed by the media. goes on to say his description is echoed by the testimony of nurse Gail Mac Ray. And right here it says, um, COVID Humanity Betrayal Memor- uh, Memory Project, quote, is a combination. It's the remdesivir. It's isolation of the patients. It's weeks on end with no access to food and water. All of these protocols, fear-mongering, the isolation, toxic meds. I walked away feeling like I had participated in medical murder. You can check that out. Um, alphanews.org forward slash former dash nurse dash D. If you want to check that out, a uh, former nurse describes COVID-19 protocols as medical murder. There's more of them. Um, oh gosh, you guys. So if the hospitals were indeed crime scenes, then we must look for the criminal's motive. AAPS, the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons, has found a classic crime motive, money. The federal government paid hospitals lavish bonuses uh, to enforce a specific deadly protocol. Every step of the way from the patient's arrival in the emergency room to the delivery of their corpse in the coroner's office, obedient hospitals were slathered with federal money. In my interview on War Room, Natalie Winter, the wonder, wonderkind investigative reporter who hosted the show, uh, asked me to go through each stage of the federal government's uh, bonuses to the hospital, she said. And here, uh, here they are as listed by AAPS. And she says, quote, a free required PCR test in the emergency room or upon admission for every patient with a government paid fee to hospital added bonus payment for each positive COVID-19 diagnosis another bonus for a COVID-19 admission to the hospital a 20% boost bonus payment from Medicare on the entire hospital bill for use of remdesivir instead of medicines such as ivermectin they sold their souls for 20 pieces 20% pieces of silver Another larger bonus payment to the hospital if a COVID-19 patient is mechanically ventilated and more money to the hospital if cause of death is listed as COVID-19, even if patient did not die directly of COVID-19. A COVID-19 diagnosis also provides extra payments to coroners, of course. She goes on to say, I told Natalie about another COVID payout that extended beyond the coroner's slab. She says, when my husband died in a locked down nursing home in New York, I received a letter from the government informing me that if I could get a doctor to state that he died of COVID, they would help pay his funeral expenses. I threw the letter in the trash. Uh, I'm going to intervene here. My father died uh, while in a nursing home during COVID-19. He didn't die from COVID. He died in a hospital uh, because of covid um i believe he went septic um he wasn't feeling good hadn't been feeling good for a while uh and they wouldn't take him to the hospital because oh god he could get covid and so he died massive heart attack he died um when i went to go they let me in to go and see him it's funny i couldn't see him before i had to see him through the window uh once he died i could go in and see everybody in there you know i'm still uh, just it doesn't do any good to get angry i know that um it doesn't it doesn't do any good because I, I know where he's at. He's in heaven uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ and his parents and mom and, you know, everybody else. They're up there and uh, waiting on us to get there. So, of course, uh, we're going to meet them in the air, too. And Christ comes back to, to come and get us because, you know, the dead in Christ will rise 
first, and then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. And so um, that's good news. Good news for all you folks who have lost loved ones, you know. Just think they're going to get their bodies first. <laughs> then we who remain, of course, in the change, uh, this corruptible we put on incorruption, you know, the twinkling of an eye, the Apostle Paul says in First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 uh, to 53, I believe, or 52. Um, you know, we have a lot of a lot of great things to look forward to. So, you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't help us to get angry now. God is angry and God's vengeance will be upon them. Uh, God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And so we leave that in the most capable hands of all in God's hands. And, uh, you know, I have to think about that every time I want to get angry about that. I have to remember, you know, God, vengeance is God's. He's going to repay. He's going to make sure that they pay, you know, and um, he took care of my father um, all those years, especially in the nursing home. And, um, you know, I, I'm just really thankful that he went quick, but I, I wanted to, I, I, I intervened here and I threw the story in because, uh, when I was planning his funeral and I was there, um, it was, uh, May, he died May 24th, May 24th of 2020. And, um, right after my aunt died and my uncle, my uncle died in February, my aunt died January, my uncle died in February and my dad died in May. And I don't know about you guys, but my better half died in December. He died December uh, 17th of 2019. And so 2019 and 2020 was kind of, and then my wiener dog died. My wiener dog died December the 6th. It was a heartbreaking, oh, folks, it was a rough year. But, uh, and I don't know about you guys, but I say all pets go to heaven. I'm telling you, they do. I know they do. I do. Uh, another thing, if you are suffering, um, if you have lost a loved one or a little pet or, you know, and people, you know, think you're stupid because you count them as family. Well, you need to point them to Second Samuel chapter 12 and Nathan uh, will set you straight. OK, because he was telling King David the whole story. And so you guys need to listen to that because um, the little poor man, all he had, um, he didn't have much money. You know, the other guy had all these livestock, but he had one little ewe lamb. He said one little ewe lamb is all he had. And um it ate of his cup and drank out of his cup and slept on his bosom and was like a daughter to him. And so I tell you, I remember the first time I read that, I was just overwhelmed with comfort from the Lord because he knows how much we love our pets. You know, he's given us those pets and he knows that we consider them family. And so if you ever struggled with that, just know you're grieving a family member. Okay, just throwing that out there. That's for free, no charge. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but uh, back to the story. Yeah, they DD. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they call it or not squirrel anyway and so uh you know the funeral director when I was talking to them because you know I, I you know was, was with my dad and we planned my mom's funeral so they, they did my my daddy's too and so um they asked me what he died of and I said a coronary infarct you know he died of a heart attack and they asked me was it COVID and I said no and she smiled she said right on <laughs> so they had been telling them that too it's COVID it's COVID it's COVID, it's COVID. it wasn't COVID but I can tell you, he didn't die of COVID, but he died because of COVID and their little protocols. So anyway, that's the worst thing you can do uh, to older people, to your parents, like whatever is, isolate them, you know. And then I have heard horror stories of these people that they literally murdered. And one thing that always sticks into my mind, um, if you ever, you know, like on Facebook back then, I think it was 2020 when all this was going on. And uh, that old, that lady, she was begging for ivermectin. She was in the hospital and all these people were laughing at her. And uh, I remember they put on there, she died in the hospital. All these people just laughed and laughed and they just, I'm like, what kind of wickedness? What? Well, the love of many will grow cold. Isn't that what the Bible says in the end days? 
Isn't that true? How, you know, I don't care if you hate your enemy. Would you really gloat over them? And say, you know, really? What kind of wickedness? There's a lot of people I don't like, but I sure wouldn't wish death upon them. And I sure wouldn't want that on them, you know? And uh, I would wish they would, you know, get saved, repent of their sin and wickedness and turn to Christ and ask him for forgiveness and to save them. And these people need Jesus. Folks, there's no politician. There's no nobody's going to save you. You're going to turn America around. Gonna do, I don't care who you elect into office. They're all the same. I don't, you know, they're all the same pretty much. Only one Jesus. Jesus is the only hope we have in America. We don't want to end up like Europe where our churches are just basically museums. We don't want that. We got to get on our knees and pray. And if we have to have home churches, well, we will have to have home churches. Okay, these big mega churches that you go to, like the Joe, Joe Osteen is wicked. I've, I've, he is demon possessed. Nobody can get up there and say those things that he says and expect to be saved, folks. If you want to fight, you know, uh, if you're in a spiritual battle, if you're in spiritual warfare, if you're seeing, you know, things and there, you you cannot be possessed as a Christian. You cannot. The Holy Spirit will be like, uh, no. Okay, that's impossible. You're, it's not going to happen. But can you be, uh, what is it, um, oppressed? Oh, yeah, yeah, all that good stuff, yeah. But you cannot be possessed. But let me tell you something. What does the Bible say to do when that happens? Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. doesn't say he might flee. He maybe might flee. Uh, if possible, if you, you know, chant a bunch of stuff at him, he's going to, no. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Shall in the Greek is whoo means there's it was it's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna stop it. That's concrete. That that's it. And so if you're having problems like that, uh, resist the devil. Um, another thing is in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you resist them. In Jesus' name, it's not your power; it's His power. Greater is He that lives in you than He that is in the world. And I remember a little friend of mine had her daughter, and they moved to this house, and. Uh, that known a couple people who have lived in that house at one point in time, and there are dark entities in that house. Um, absolutely. And the man who owns it is a wicked little pedophile freak, and he should go back to prison. But beside the point, anyway, she was she saw things in the house. She's a little girl, and she saw things, and she was just terrified. And I said, Look here, honey. I said, You don't get to be afraid to pull the Bible out. And I said, Look, everything has to bow in Jesus' name. Everything. And I showed her the Bible, and she was like, Oh, and I said, All you gotta do is say Jesus' name. And they have to flee from you, you know. And I tell you what, her mom called me later on that night. She goes, you ain't going to play. She's running going, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. She's a little country girl. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Tell you what, but the little girl slept at night and she didn't get bothered anymore. So, uh, you know, we do live in a world with fallen eight with our demons here. You know, I'm telling you. And uh, there's no reason for you as a Christian to be afraid. Absolutely zero reason. Okay. Greater is he that is in us and he that is in the world. And you speak the name of Jesus and they have to flee. Do you remember when he sent the apostles that I remember this in that story always sticks to me. And uh, there were those other um, Jews, I guess. And they were, you know, casting out, trying to cast out demons in Jesus name and all, but they weren't saved. They didn't believe in Jesus. You know, they didn't, you know, and it was funny because they were telling me, they said, well, Paul, we know, was it, was it Paul or somebody? Was it Paul? We know. And Jesus, we know, but who are you? You know, you'd be like, Oh, 
<laughs> but if you're born again, uh, saved Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And so you don't need to worry about them saying, who are you? Because Jesus lives in you. So anyway, I said I'd throw that in for free as well, too. <laughs> but, you know, during this dark age, there's going to be a lot more demonic activity. You know, we have all the, uh, what do you call them, the, um, the UFOs and all this stuff going around. And here comes the Murphy. Hey, Murmur. You going to say hi? Now he's going to come mess with my microphone. Anyway, so there's going to be a whole lot more of that going on. And so I was kind of going to throw that up there. Uh, Pastor Billy Crone did one, too. Uh, I think it was Sunday before last. So you can grab that on his Rumble channel um, or his YouTube channel. Or you can get on the um, app as well. But... It's how to stand and how to fight spiritual warfare. You got to quote the word of God. You know, he always said they didn't bind you and decree and declare and like all of this stuff. And you know, it's not what the Bible said. Jesus said when Satan took him to tempt him, right? Jesus said, it is written. It is written. He referred back to the word of God. It is written. So what are you and I to do? Refer back to the word of God. <laughs> So anyway, um, anyway, that article is pretty good. Um, that was at the American Thinker. And um, guys, they did. They murdered my neighbor. She was 43 years old. And that's what they did to her. They gave her remdesivir. And uh, everybody knows remdesivir will kill you. Systematic shutdown of your body. Organs. Um, it's just wicked, wicked folks. I, I just, they systematically murdered people. Our government murdered them. Hospitals. How can you be, how can you call yourself an RN, a nurse? How can you call yourself a doctor? How can you call yourself um, a, 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 a whatever, uh, you know, respiratory therapist? I don't care. How do you call yourself all this stuff and you're murdering people? How do you get away with that? How do you do that? How do you sleep at night? That's what I want to know. How do, you know, how, how can you leave people in there, tie them to the bed Okay, restrain them. Don't feed them. It's wicked. And call yourself a nurse or a doctor or whatever. Whatever you want. How do you sleep at night? That's what I want to know. And if any of you are listening to this program, I want to know. Please write to me and tell me how you slept. I just want to know. How do you continue to sleep at night? Because you know. You can tell if somebody's getting better or not. You know that was killing them. Oh, but that's the protocol. <laughs> Sorry. I just just mm, this is really angering but anyway let's check this article out this here's some good news here's some good news this is at christianpost.com uh christians share jesus with satan is at boston satan con quote we showed them kindness love in the name of jesus by uh janine ortega law she's a great reporter for them and here's a of course, you got to throw the rainbow-colored goat head with horns on here. Wonderful. Anyway, so Christians from across America infiltrated the Satanic Temple Satan Con in Boston, where they met with and witnessed to atheists and Satanists at what was billed as the largest Satanic gathering in history over the weekend. Uh, the gathering was held in downtown Boston on April 28th and uh, through the 30th uh, with the theme of Hexen not in Boston, a German phrase that means witches night in Boston. So evangelist Sean Fute uh, shared a video from the event on Twitter Sunday uh, that showed one of the Satan con attendees on stage ripping up pages from the Bible. Some of the Christians who were covering, uh, who were covertly ministering at the event claimed that nearly 100 people had made decisions to follow Jesus, he said, but that claim has been disputed by others. But anyway. Here's a video here. We're not going to play that. But 
Uh, so Lynn McAskill, uh, one of the regional leaders for or in Boston for Intercessor, Intercessors for America or IFA, uh, was among the Christians at the event. She told the Christian Post, while Christians were definitely in the venue and mingling with the Satan Con attendees, we did not hear of any salvations among attendees. She says, however, we were told by several sources that Revive Boston and YWAM evangelists did record 98 salvations and at least 15 recommitments to the Lord among regular people during street evangelism, McCaskill told CP on Tuesday. In Fuse Defense, McCaskill said these stories were simply crossed, but he was correct that Christians were in attendance at SatanCon. Numerous Christians from several teams did minister to SatanCon attendees, though, with some great stories, so seeds were definitely sown. She added, God really did move as we were able to be in the venue. Everyone was peaceful and polite, and we felt God gave us a God gave us specific prayer assignments, especially on Sunday. Um, that were powerful. Uh, McCaskill added, there were many opportunities to show kindness and love to those attending in the name of Jesus. Leading up to the event, Christians from across the United States prayed for the Christians who planned to attend the gathering. Uh, you could definitely tell a lot of prayer had gone before us due to the peaceful nature of it, interactions and openness of many, uh, though definitely not all attendees to dialogue with believers, McCaskill said. The IFA Boston co-leader revealed that many of the attendees were adverse, uh, averse to being prayed for. So a lot of them had been raised, uh, had been raised Christian and had been hurt or oppressed by the church. So I think that was something we as the body of Christ need to learn from so as not to push people away from knowing Jesus, she continued. So several evangelists shared with me, she said that although uh, they were opposing the church, many of them smiled or their eyes softened or even shed tears when they heard the name of Jesus and that he loved them. So anyway, that's some great little bit more um, to that story. But folks, that's where we need to be. We need to be um, praying for these people. Um, I always go back because uh, Pastor Billy Crone was a Satanist at one time. And uh, he got delivered um, by Christ. And so uh, and he said not a lot of people witnessed to him. A lot of people were afraid of me, he said. And, um, you know, you can see that these people, you know, that are possessed and oppressed and definitely possessed, um, they you know tend to be uh, a little on the dark side you know but that doesn't should not stop us from praying for them we you know and we should we be praying for this world absolutely and so but uh you know uh, that was great that you know christians went and witnessed to these folks and i think it's kind of cool we infiltrated i like that <laughs> infiltrated okay so what else we got going on so you know we do live in an anti-christian world you can see now Oh, good news. Israel turns 75 May of 1948. 75 years old. That's kind of great, isn't it? Oh, I tell you. And uh, how much money um, has Budweiser lost? Is it making it running tab now? <laughs> and then Fox News lost like, what? I can't remember. 250 million viewers or something like that when they fired old Tucker. Oh, but that's cool. Just keep it up, folks. We don't care. I didn't watch... I mean, the only reason I watched Fox News was, you know, Tucker Carlson. So, um, Jack Kinsella, The Rapture and the Two-Part Harmony. I'm telling you guys, so much good stuff. Um, let's see, ABC News censors um, RFK Jr. interview remarks on COVID-vax problems. 
uh, may have violated federal law. Of course they did. Of course they did. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a bigger problem for the Democrats and their media arm uh, than they realize. The blowback from an interview with Lindsey Davis that aired Thursday on ABC demonstrates the nature of the problem. You see, before airing the taped interview, ABC censored his comments attacking the effectiveness and safety of the COVID vaccines. <laughs> and he has been all about that, guys. If you haven't been paying attention to him, uh, definitely go check out Robert F. Kennedy because, whoo, boy, Jr., um, he's, he is totally on top of that. Uh, persecution and Redemption, the incredible journey of one Afghan Christian. Folks, a lot of great stories out there, a lot of great stuff. Um, but, you know, a lot of good stuff. So, no less than a miracle, Israel turns 75. Uh, I'm telling you guys, it was a rebirth of Israel, 1948. Nowhere else in the world history ever has a nation been reborn again. No, but God said it was going to happen, and it definitely happened. So what I'm going to talk about next time uh, is going to be digging in to details of Daniel's 70th week. I want to talk about that the next time, but I'll give you a little precursor to that. Mm-mm-mm. So uh, that rapture event clears the way for God's full attention to the 70th week. We are learning about the rapture is the snatching away of those who have been saved by believing in that one who was cut off but not but not for himself mentioned earlier in daniel 9 the apostle paul writes of it in his two epistles to the thessalonians as he says in second thessalonians 2 verse 1 says now brethren concerning the coming of our lord jesus christ and our gathering together to him you know that's our favorite verse because as we're caught up together with the lord in the air and those so shall we always be but we will talk about this in uh probably our next and it's, it's a pretty good study so it'll probably take up um probably half of the program because they usually go about 45 minutes to an hour sometimes a little bit over so this will probably take up most of the sh- most of the episode tomorrow um the good lord willing to get on here and do that uh, is gene lawley he's now retired he had a any but he had a career in public accounting as a cpa smarty smarty pants anyway um so he's got a lot of good stuff to talk about uh he accepted christ on january the 6th of 1956 well there you go folks so we're gonna read a little bit of his study and um we'll check that out uh on tomorrow's episode if not tomorrow uh maybe saturday because if there's some more news coming on we'll jump on there but uh, anyway because that's, that's going to be a lengthy study um but good news folks everything is moving right along and um we are in god's plan so nothing happens that god doesn't know um you ever wondered if he loves you he does um, he knows how many hairs are on your head. That's that's pretty intimate right there. He knows knows everything about us. And uh, I didn't want to throw on there if you guys have not have not uh, been to Jan Markell's website, please go to olivetreeviews.org. Tons of headlines, and not only she has headlines, she's got her newsletter there. If you don't get it, lots of conference stuff. She's got um, numerous videos, lots of archives. Um, it has a little store, um, not so little anymore, <laughs> but she's got a lot of great stuff on there. And uh, the link to you can actually watch their latest um, upload there. So she's on the radio programs, but they also do a video for visual people like me, and so I'm sure there's other folks. Um, but lots of good stuff. And so what else have I not told you guys about that, I, that I've been hiding? No, just kidding. Uh, JD Farag. If you haven't gone to jdfarag.org, 
Uh, please go there. That is J D is in dog frog, not frog, but you want to go there. He's got the Bible prophecy updates and he's been spot on ever since this has been going. I've been watching him for a very, or listening to him for a very, very, very long time. Um, it says under the prophetic radar, uh, that's the latest one right there. So please go down there and you can also download the app. He does have an app. So check that out as well, folks. A lot of stuff happening. Um, I think a lot of stuff happens to keep our uh, focus away from God and onto like, look, there's a squirrel, squirrel. Here's a squirrel. You know, all kinds of look at the balloon, the balloon, the tiny balloon. Nothing to see here. You know, all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, I do believe a lot of this stuff is just fluff. So while we're watching Chinese balloons float across, you know, America, like no one's doing anything. People in Montana wanted to shoot it down. I wish they would have. That would have been so freaking funny. <laughs> but they didn't. But anyway, while all this is going on, they're passing digital currency laws and all kinds of stuff, um, digital IDs. So now we're not going to have a digital ID in the United States while that passed. I bet y'all didn't know that was going on, huh? It's funny how they do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always want to throw on there Mama Bear Prepper. Mama Bear Prepper on YouTube. If you haven't uh, watched any of her stuff, um, she is pretty good. You might want to grab yourself a cup of coffee because uh, she likes to drink her coffee. So you might want to get yours too. She talked the other day on one of her episodes that somebody had the audacity. No, she didn't say audacity. She goes, they, they said, do you always open up your stand with you slurping coffee? And she was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> She's such a sweet lady. Like, how could you say some? Why do people have to be so hateful? What does, even if you don't go somewhere else, if you don't want to learn anything. She's trying to help you. But anyway, it is Mama Bear Spice prepping and you'll know it because uh it has a it's, she's got the the bears got a big old bear with like a little nuke sign next to it because there's another mama bear prepper but i think hers is just prepper not prepping so go to prepping you'll know her um she's super cool and um if you're on discord you can get linked over to her discord channel too which is super cool uh james cadiz um he's with the calvary chapel signal hill he's fantastic you'll definitely want to go there and um who else Oh, the messed up church. I know I talk about this a lot, but I freaking love them. Steve Kozar and Paula Kozar. Um, anyway, it's called hit. They call it hit the bar, but their their channel name is called uh, the messed up messed up church. I need to add them to my channel so that you guys or like ones that I follow, whatever. So it was easier for you guys to find because sometimes, um, you know, YouTube is kind of hard to maneuver if you're, like if you're trying to find my channel on YouTube, yeah, it's gonna take you a grip because that's just how they roll. <laughs> and I lost a subscriber. What? <laughs> I said to check my page. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, well. Doesn't hurt my feelings none. Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. But there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, anywho, folks. Uh, you know, I've been in prayer. And I've been in this constant little struggle about should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay where I'm at? And uh, and I remember, I was like, okay, Lord, man, if they can give me enough hours and my car keeps running and I can pay my rent, then I'll, I'll stay where I'm at. And then, of course, I, you know, I got dog clients coming out the ears. And so I'm like, this is great, you know. And so everything was working and, you know, got my rent paid and all that good stuff. And then I got to thinking, maybe I should take that other job. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? You know, when you, when you, uh, when you commit to something, you got to commit to it, right? So I'm committed. I'm going to, going to do what I got to do. Another good one, folks. Ladies, ladies out there. Uh, Melissa Daughtry is a fantastic um, person to follow on YouTube. 
she is super cool and um like here's this lady with god's judgment is love catholicism god creates sinners question and answers so check her out um i do she's an apologetic so i love her she's very good uh, theology apologetics art and jesus anyway if you'll go find her um her page as well you'll like that and uh what else oh if you like cars and you have car problems or you want to know what kind of good car to buy or what could be wrong with your car any car problems or car questions or if you're a car enthusiast like i am scotty kilmer he's a good guy to watch um on youtube as well that's k-i-l-m-e-r scotty kilmer check him out if you want to but other than that i think you guys know everything that i know (laughs) and you know more so please send me some information on that if you have anything you'd like me to look into i would appreciate that um i'm always looking for good stuff here so um what else oh terry james um great books you guys go if you want to go to uh amazon or you can go to his i think it's terry james prophecy line let me see i want to steer y'all wrong terry james i think it's um hang on a second my cat's in the way so i really can't see what i'm typing murphy sugar bear murphy yep terry james prophecy line.com murphy look i know it's all about you murphy it's all about the murphy anyway um he does have his a third novel of the second coming chronicle series of course that's the dominion protocols dark powers uh him and gary w ritter wrote that book but there's so many hang on let's see if i can find um on there so he's got a lot of books uh you can actually find them on goodreads too rapture ready or not that's an older one that he had uh deceivers exposing evil seducers and their last day's deception i have that book it is fantastic uh, different authors um, are in that together um, but he's got a lot of a lot of great books um what else what else well let me see i know you know charles stanley not andy stanley his son but charles stanley of course has passed away he's gone on to be uh, in glory with the lord but he's got some fantastic books out there landmines of the path of the believers um i tell you what that set me straight if you want to talk about conviction from the holy spirit that was conviction uh from the holy spirit when i read that i read it twice and uh every once in a while i go back and read it you know uh everyone just different chapters out of it but if you do not have his life principle study bible go on to ebay um or wherever you get your hoop didn't mean to hit the mic there or wherever you get your study bibles at and uh check it out because i love i still love his study bible with the life principles um in it oh my goodness i tell you what but uh, other than that, you guys, I'm going to jump off of here. i got to go uh, let a little doggy in uh, across town. So I'm going to go do that. Um, and then uh, I will catch you guys tomorrow. Good Lord willing. Uh, tomorrow evening. If I can get up early enough, I'll try to throw an episode up on tomorrow. And then maybe do that study in Daniel tomorrow evening. All right, guys. Well, as always, get in the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you. And uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, please come quickly. Anyway, guys, thank you all so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. 